This episode is sponsored by Cloud Radial. Cloud Radial is a customer engagement and automation platform built for MSPs. The Cloud Radial platform consolidates all the IT touch points of service, account management, and co-management into a digital client-facing portal that helps MSPs demonstrate their value and better engage, collaborate, and advise their clients. To schedule a demo or start a free trial, visit cloudradial.com. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Are MSPs facing a propaganda war? Boy, how's that for a salacious title? Um, no, I'm being really serious. Um, it's, this is a this is a question that all right is it really propaganda uh, meaning is it is it coordinated from a central source like you would think you know people in warfare uh, would would do propaganda warfare um, no not exactly from the same source although the whole purpose of this is is to disrupt the current understanding of the role of managed service providers and the deep, deep relationship that they have with their customers. And that, in my opinion, is the central or one of the several central themes behind this propaganda war. And I will describe everything that leads me to that conclusion. I'll take you through all of this and hopefully break it down and simplify it so that's really uh, easy to understand. Um, yeah, so let's uh, dive right in. The, the early days in managed services, which I'll describe as maybe the, the mid to late 90s is when it officially started and probably really hit a, a fever pitch probably in the 1999 through 2001 timeframe. And in that, in that period of time, th th it was a very, those of you who not, you know, weren't around then, don't remember, it, it, it was economically, geopolitically, uh, a lot of things changed between 1999 and 2001. I mean, you, you had very uh, quick succession of very significant events, uh, global significant events. You had the dot-com era that c came crashing down. Massive stock, um, you know, Problems, not problems, but you know, you had you had companies, public companies. You had co companies that were pre-IPO that were you know suddenly wiped out. Um, the the whole economic model behind the dot-com boom uh, really kind of came to an end during that period. You had a federal election here in the United States. You had 9/11. You had Y2K. You had a bunch of stuff that was happening, and all in the middle of that, you had the emergence and the ascendancy of the managed service provider. And after that ascendancy, in the 2001, 
2002-2003 timeframe, we faced one of what would become many uh, periods of misinformation. Now, again, I'm going back to what I said at the beginning of this. I'm not talking about a central person or committee where they are just putting out wrong information with the purpose of of confusing the enemy, right? This is not that. But what, what, what it was is a group of people who were spreading information and opinion that was not based in reality, was not accurately describing the managed service provider community, and it was, in some cases, designed to have a political impact, uh, as I'll describe here shortly. And in some cases, it was just lack of awareness of who the MSPs were, and so they were just coming up with, oh, I heard MSPs are this, or I heard about that. And, and so there wasn't any nefarious intent. It was just them saying things that just that happened to be wrong. Um, and I apologize. The, the Weaver outrage meter for this episode is, is going to attempt to be at a low, but I'm thinking that we're going to get to a medium here. You know, we'll spike to a medium, but I'll, we'll, we'll keep it at that. Um, and I have the, uh, the handy button available should we, uh, you know, get spiked levels too high. Okay. So uh, you want an example, right, Charles? What are you talking about? What, what's an example of this misinformation, this propaganda? All right, I'll give, I'll give you one. Go back and search to the early days of the early 2000s, and you will find a lot of online commentary. Some of it should still be around involving the the debate between outsourcing offshoring and managed services and for those of you who remember this you you remember it but for those of you who weren't around I'll refresh your memory the the offshoring debate that took place chiefly in the United States, but it wasn't exclusive here. It happened in Canada. I know it happened in the UK. It happened in other places. But the debate was, should we be offshoring jobs outside of the the host country? Is that good economic policy? And I do not want to get into that debate because that's not what we're talking about today. But trust me, it happened it, it happened all over, and it, it involved not just one country, um, but multiple countries that were the, the source of the offshoring um, interest or the, the places where the, the jobs were going uh, were, were, were not centrally located in one country. It was, it was happening all across the board. Um, and so you had countries the U.S. being one of them that was saying, look, should we be doing this? Should we be you know, trying to keep more jobs here? And all of that discussion. In the midst of that discussion, you had people who were saying, like on news programs and writing articles and things like that, that were saying, um, we, should, we should not be offshoring. We should not be offshoring. We should not be outsourcing. You see what I did there? I started to 
allow to creep into the conversation and the and the discussion the interchangeability of offshoring and outsourcing and that happened very quickly and on a widespread basis to the point where we had MSPs who were saying wow I'm getting a lot of pushback from people who think that that by signing up with an MSP, they're going to lose their jobs to, to, uh, to, to overseas. And I remember these conversations, like, so you, you think they're going to, they think they're going to lose a job if they hire you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a problem because that was certainly never the intent back then, and it certainly is not the intent today, is never to, 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 to cause the loss of a job by engaging with an MSP. In fact, in many cases, the, the engagement of an MSP meant that you didn't have any internal IT staff or you needed more IT staff, so you hired an MSP. It wasn't that you were just getting rid of all of your internal IT department and just replacing it with an MSP. That, that's staffing. That's a completely different business model. I know that there are some MSPs, quote-unquote MSPs, who said that that was their business model and they called it managed services. And that's, you know, I've got my opinions. You've probably got your opinions on that, but that's, that's a separate matter. The point is, and I am asking you to accept for the record that there was a period early on in the stage of the MSP um, community where the offshoring, outsourcing, managed services terminology became very muddled and very confused, and to the point where the MSP Alliance actually had to get involved and start to set the record straight. In fact, many of you um, who are new to the, to the profession may not know this, but that's one of the chief reasons that the MSP Alliance was created, was to address misinformation that was very common in, in the early days of managed services and to try to present to the world a, a somewhat unified message of the, of the value that MSPs provide to customers. Even as complex and as diverse as that is, that was one of our chief um, purposes and, and, and still is today. So that's a, that's a great example of the misinformation, not as a, as a coordinated propaganda war, but as something that took on many of those same elements of a propaganda war because people were saying well for or against they were having a debate about offshoring they were having a debate about uh, employment practices and things of that nature and it, it scooped into the conversation a bunch of msps inadvertently who said look we we, we don't want to cause cause lost jobs in fact we want to do the opposite and um so there you go, Exhibit A. Well, it's happening again. And, and when I say it's happening again, we've, we've never really stopped. We've always had little issues, you know, every, every once in a while where we have to step in as a community and say, look, we're setting the record straight. This is, this is not true. This is, this is really what's true. And, and kind of present a... Um, you know, an on-the-record um, definition or statement about some particular issue. It always happens. 
but today it's happening on a on a level that is quite significant and to the point where I think we need to talk about it as a community and we need some something to be done about it now. So I, I'm going to draw in two distinct groups that to my knowledge don't yet have anything to do with one another and yet they are still they're saying things that are very similar. And both of those groups are saying things that are not true, nor are they helpful to the MSP community. And consequently, they're not true uh, to the, and not helpful to the customers of managed services. And I'm going to try to keep the uh, outrage meter as low and as in control as I can. But I'm, folks, when, when you study something as, as, as much as, as I do managed services, you know, I, I, I have opinions that are based, and they could be wrong, but I have opinions nevertheless that are based on a lot of time invested in this community. And so I'm just going to let it out there and you be the judge and you can say, hey, I, that's right or that's wrong and come to your own conclusions. But here we go. There has been over the last several years, as I'm sure you are all aware, a general awareness that has been increasing related to the overall security of businesses and organizations all over the world. We all know this, right? Cyber attacks are increasing, ransomware and things like that, Uh, data theft, IP theft, all of these things are very much on the rise and of concern to a large swath of the of the population around the, the globe. We know this. There, there has also been, we know, supply chain attacks on the MSPs, um, which I believe just recognizes the legitimacy and the very strong position that MSPs occupy in today's world that they are even viewed as the gatekeepers of their of their clients and that that is a good thing it's not a bad thing that that MSPs are being attacked it, it's it's um, it was bound to happen and believe me if, if the MSP wasn't there the customers would still be attacked so don't let's not fall into that you know logical death trap because that's not going to get us any place. So we've got the increase of security awareness. We've got the increase of cyber attacks, all, all known things to us. But two observations, two things that have happened that make me think this is a propaganda war. This is a, this is a, a miscon- misconception. This is misinformation. By design, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's by accident. I think it's because of some other reason. I'll give you my reasons shortly. But there there are two distinct groups that are coming up with information that is A, wrong, and B, potentially damaging and misleading to the people that that listen to it and believe it. So here we go. Some episodes back, I think it was last year, I, I talked to you guys about I'm seeing some articles out there and they are creeping up and they're, they're showing up in different places 
they're not coming up in the IT channel. That was the main thing that I had noticed, right? They're not showing up in the mainstream IT channel news publications or blogs. And so that's a good thing. But it, the fact that they're still showing up and they're still showing up in places where people probably are reading this stuff is, is, is still of concern. And they're, they're self-proclaimed cybersecurity experts. And I, I mentioned that I've, I'm looking at these people and I'm looking at their titles and I'm looking at the firms that they represent that I'm saying, I don't know anybody. I don't know who these people are. They don't sound familiar. I go to their websites and I don't recognize them. They're not managed service providers, that's for sure. They're, they're security consultants. They're security, cybersecurity consultants for the most part. And what are they all saying? Some variation of MSPs are targets, MSPs are at risk, and CMMC is the answer. So I've been seeing that, and I, th I thought, man, this is, really, this is really flummoxing to me. I, I don't get this. Why, why, where are all these people coming from? Who are they? How come I've never heard of them before? What's their story? Why are they saying this? And, and more importantly, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's not, I don't sound the wrong way. When you spend so much time in the managed services community, in any community, you, you, you get a feeling of who's, who's in there. Who are the players? You, you know who the people are. You know who the MSPs are. You know who are the vendors are. You know. You hear people. Even if you've never met them in, in your life, you know who they are. You know what, what their role is in, in certain organizations. right? You know the people. The lay of the land is well known to you. I don't know who these people are. That's what I'm saying. I don't. The, their names as individuals and their companies aren't known and yet they are professing knowledge of the managed services industry, to which I say, how the hell are you hearing this? You're saying these things about MSPs that leads me and anyone who's reading this to say, well, the author of this article called you a cybersecurity expert. Okay, well, maybe that's true. Let's assume that's true. And then you're saying these things that MSPs are, are not secure and that they're, they're um, at risk. How? How do you come by this information? Did you study MSPs someplace? Did you do postgraduate work with MSPs? Did you study them in the wild? You know, where did you gather this information to form your opinion? I say to myself. So the other day, literally the other day, I am talking to an MSP, a real MSP, business owner. He owns the business. He's been in managed services for a long time. I've known this guy for more than a decade. I trust him. I'm not going to name who he is. Just please trust me. He's a real MSP. He's a real person. He's a real business owner. And he gives me this lowdown because I was starting to talk about it. And he said, well, you know who these people are. 
They are not managed services experts. They are not managed services consultants by any stretch. They are, at best, CMMC consultants. How long they've been around doing this? Uh, my guess is not that long. Probably a year or two at the most. At most. And they are attaching themselves to a growing market as they see it to sell security, CMMC, consulting, basically to anybody. And one of the ways that they're using to drum up business is to create drama with the, the MSPs as being risky entities that need to be CMMC certified. There, there you go. That, that was what the MSP basically said. I agreed with it. It made logical sense, and it completely tied together why I was seeing all these people out there as self-designated cybersecurity experts talking about managed services like they knew what they were talking about, and yet they were not known to me, either them individually or their firms that they work for. They're just completely unknown, you know, mostly new startups from what I could see. That's group number one. Group number two, and again, I don't think that there is a connection, a formal connection between these two communities. If they do exist, please drop me a, a line and, and let me know. But I, I've been searching for this and I, I can't tell. But it's they're, they're people that come from the cyber insurance community. Now, I, I'm trying to follow this, and I can't really tell if these are legacy insurance professionals, which would I would be more willing to to trust as a, a real, genuine insurance veteran than than some of these people. But the, the, these are not insurance people, from what I could tell. They are people that are new to the insurance sector who are pushing cyber insurance coverage, again, which is not a bad thing. It's a good thing to have cyber insurance coverage for the record. But what they're saying is that the MSPs should not be in a position of dictating policy to customers, that instead the insurance broker, this person, should be the one that says, this is the policy, these are the controls that you ought to be doing and because these things are going to have an impact uh, one way or the other on your cyber insurance premium. And it involves technology, meaning it involves scanning technology that's going to, you know, agent-based technology that's going to sit on a network and is going to feed information back to the broker to, in real time, determine whether or not the the company in question is, is at risk. And I've already talked about this before. We talked about it with, with Rob Scott when he was on the program a little while ago. We talked about why it's a bad idea, right? We, we, we made the analogy. I can't remember if Rob did it or if I did it, but the, the analogy of when insurance companies get involved as they have in healthcare, you have a very real indictment of the quality of care when you have a provider, a healthcare provider, unable to do something that they feel is in the best interest of their patient because they are precluded from doing that from the insurance 
standpoint. The insurance companies say, no, 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 I'm not going to pay for this. So you better figure out another treatment protocol. The same thing is what we're concerned about happening in managed services. What we don't want are the insurance companies getting involved and saying, oh, we, you know, we're not going to pay for that. You know, you're, we're not going to cover that from your MSP because that's not, that's not protocol. This is what you should be doing. And if your MSP is telling you different, well, f- forget them, ignore them. We're going to tell you a better MSP to go to. Joe's Break Fix Shop over here will do exactly what we tell them to do. Well, I took that one a bit far, but maybe not too far. Um, You get what I'm saying, right? It's people who are not familiar with managed services, yet again, stepping into the profession, acting as if they understand what is going on solely to sell something, to push an agenda. If the CMMC cyber experts are out there trying to push consulting, then the cyber insurance experts are out there trying to sell insurance policies. And again, I have no problem with that as a concept. Security consulting is not bad. Cyber insurance policy policies are not bad. But to sell anything at the expense of the only thing that is keeping the, the planet spinning from an IT management standpoint is sheer stupidity. So folks, does, it, does this make sense? You guys following me here? No nefarious intent, no ill intent in my opinion, but just a bunch of people, two, two, at least two disparate groups, not connected to one another in any real way, trying to make a statement for themselves, trying to move their own product or their, their own agenda at the expense of marginalizing MSPs and the relationships that they have with their customers. Again, that's not the intent. That's not the, the desired outcome. That's just a byproduct of these two groups wanting to just muscle their way in and say, buy from me, buy something from me. So if you've been following this so far, the next question is, how do we fix this? How do we address this? Well, number one, education. Listening to programs like this where you can be made aware of this stuff happening and start to be on the lookout for it because chances are, I still think this is fringe, right? But in the in the meaning that there's not a lot of these people out there yet. I, I, I think it's growing. I, I seem to be hearing more about these groups, both the insurance experts and the CMMC experts out there. But who knows how big they really are. I don't think it's that big of a, of a percentage of the community. Meaning I, I think there's 100 times more MSPs than, the, than those insurance or, or CMMC folks today. That could change. Who knows? But I think that education is the first thing that we have to do. Spread the word. Talk to your customers. Make sure that they're not you know, engaging in conversations with these um, characters. Or if they, if they are, that they're that they doing so with their eyes wide open and they understand what the motives are and they understand what their, their intent is. And again, 
Every MSP ought to be telling their customers you should have cyber insurance. That doesn't mean that the MSP ought to be telling the customer, yeah, don't, don't listen to me when it comes to IT management. Listen to the, the idiot cyber broker who thinks that they you know, are an expert because they, they attended a webinar one day and, and on Monday they're, they're in the, the cyber expert game. Don't fall for that. The other thing is, because I know some of you, it never fails. It never fails. Some of you say, well, Charles, how come we do? If, it, if it's such, you know, if, if what you're saying is true, why don't the MSPs just change their name? You heard this one before? Just stop using MSP, managed services. It's been around for forever. We should, we should maybe get rid of it. Come up with something new. Now, nah, bad idea. Horrible idea. I'll tell you two, two things to support that. One, it's already been tried. The MSP Association, a group that was part of three groups, three MSP groups uh, back in the day, back just 20 years ago now, um, they had the same opinion and they said, you know what? We think that managed services is old. It's passe. It needs to be changed. And they changed their name to something like the Strategic Sourcing Advisory Council, I think. And it was around the time, if I'm not mistaken, of this IT offshoring outsourcing dilemma that we, we talked about earlier in the program. I think that's roughly the time that they made the decision to change their name from MSP Association to Strategic Sourcing Advisory Council. And within a year, they were, they were um, you know, calling our, you know, knocking on our door saying, hey, we, we can't do this anymore. Can you take, take our members? Which we did. I think, I think we got like maybe 50, 60, 70 members um, at that time. And, and we just kind of took over their operations. Um, and I'm saying this because it didn't help. It didn't work. And if you want even more evidence indicative of, of what I said, is, which is don't change the name, that it, the issue is not the name, is that the MSP Alliance had always been, you know, been there. We didn't change our name. In fact, we, we, we stayed around as MSP Alliance and we were still here. I mean, do you know how, how dumb it would be if the MSP Alliance said, we're going to change our name to the, the Cybersecurity Outsourcing Consortium or some such crap like that? We have spent so much time trying to get people to understand what MSP and what managed services means. We've, we've, we've spent too much time and invested too much to abandon that position. Folks, we own that position. Own it. 
in military terms, it's, it's a hill that we occupy. We're on the highest vista, the highest landscape in, 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 the, in the region. And no one is around even close enough to challenge us or to knock us off that position. Why would you willingly abandon it? It's dumb. It's not a smart move. I've ne- and it has nothing to do with MSP Alliance because if I thought for a second that there was a better term out there, you know, we would do it. But there isn't. And I understand all the, 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 the arguments of how managed services is, is, you know, kind of general and broad. I get that. I, believe me, I get it. I get it. But it's still impactful. It's still important. It's helpful for people who don't know anything about managed services to find help in managed services. Don't vacate the position just because things are getting tough. Fight back. And the way to fight back is to start by educating customers, educating people who, who might be starting to you know, preach this stuff about CMMC, MSP, cybersecurity experts, or cyber insurance experts, or whatever the hell they're calling themselves. Start to prepare for that conversation. Be ready for it. Have it. And stand your ground. Again, my considered opinion as of right now, March, early March in 2022, is that the MSPs occupy a very important and strong relationship with their customers. And that is threatening to certain groups. And for certain groups to to wedge their way in and to sell customers, your customers, certain things. It would be easier for them if you weren't there. Or, maybe that's a little too dramatic, it would be easier if you, as the MSP, were less trusted. Don't listen to that MSP. Listen to me. I'm the real expert. That's what they would be saying. That's what they're trying to say now. And it's garbage. I'm telling you, it's garbage. Anyway, it's a winnable war. We've been through tougher battles. We certainly never had battles like this one where we were on the inside and got displaced. Meaning we've, we've won tougher battles when MSPs weren't even in the position of being the trusted advisor like they are like we are today. So things are much better today. But you got you to gotta keep that territory. You got to keep that ground. And if someone challenges it, you got to push them off. And, you know, if, if you've got some thoughts about anything that I mentioned today, you know, I, I'm open to conversations. Shoot me an email. You want to come on the program and talk about it? Yeah, let me know. But it's an important topic. I, I hope this is helpful for you guys, and we're going to continue to monitor the situation. But it is definitely a winnable war. Until next time. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.